0: Daryl, how are we doing tonight? Doing okay. I just saw you tweet out like 30 seconds ago. I uh,
1: know. It's been a year. It's been and a it's year. only
0: January 10th. What the hell else is gonna happen? I was sick for half of this year, and I feel like it's already been a year.
1: <laughs> Man.
0: Oh. Wow. What what tickled your fancy the most today? Was it Sabin? Oh. Was it Carol? Was it the, the Bears moves? God. Was it what or is it a wild card? Everything. Good God! It was an avalanche of what just happened. IUPUI covering the under in daytime college men's basketball today. What happened? I, I today don't want to know. I don't
1: even want to know why you know that. Like, because I know why you know that, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it was a crazy
0: day all around. It was just—it was a crazy day all around. Uh, all right, I, how much did you lose? No, 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 no. We always win daytime basketball bets. That's a beautiful, <laughs> it's a beautiful thing about daytime Oh, so your bets. friends
1: in the desert are cutting, uh, bringing the, uh, the suitcase of cash to you.
0: I don't know how uh, my friends in the desert always know how to, to peg out the, the daytime basketball bets, but they know how to do it well. <laughs> it's the nighttime that we're all struggling with, with the daytime okay, ones. Got, okay, everyone's, everyone's locked in on IUPUI versus Green Bay. All
1: right, well, see how they do this weekend with the wild card weekend.
0: I you know, I'm interested. Two and a half point road favorites. Uh I, I know you like to pick games more off of uh, who you think will win and who you think will lose, but two and, and a half point hate road the favorites. Spread. Is that wrong? Well, it's not wrong. I mean it's a lot easier if you just don't use the spread. Yeah. I'm <laughs> just like, here, I'm just gonna tell you who I think's gonna win. That I don't but care that's by a, how much. <laughs> that's a number, Daryl. I think most people I don't know. I, I I'm curious because I, I know you're not the world's you know biggest gambler that way. That's a very respectable number by Vegas, in my opinion, though. Like yeah. I like that number for this game. Yeah, they
1: want. Yeah, <laughs> that's a tough bet too. Um, <laughs> because I think this thing could come down to a field goal. Oh, you do? Oh yeah. This, this is not gonna be uh. This is not gonna be a repeat of Christmas Eve. It is not gonna be a a, a blowout. Uh, no this this has the potential to be just one of those slug fests and defense might be optional on I, I just my spidey sense is tingling hmm. and i I am thinking that this could be a CJ Stroud Joe Flacco shootout special
0: oh the defense then I'd be very upset with to be honest. It happens. It does happen. That's a thing. Good quarterbacks—they have these type of yeah. games where they just take care of good defenses. They, it's and been CJ's few and far between for against like 4, the Browns. 4,100 Brown
1: yards. He's only yeah. thrown five interceptions against 23 touchdowns. Like, dude has been lighting it up. And football. here's the thing: he's mm-hmm. missed time. He hasn't yeah. even—he didn't even play the full schedule.
0: No, if among qualified quarterbacks, he actually leads the league in passing yards per game.
1: Right. So, what's that tell you?
0: yeah uh, you did mention you think it might come down to a field goal or not. I, tell me what you know about Riley Patterson. I, I think his story is incredible, Daryl, and I, I didn't really dive into it too much until earlier today, and I don't know why I didn't. I just didn't. Uh, he really was not he was not a bad kicker in Detroit by the slightest yeah. bit. Now he didn't hit a lot of 50 plus yarders, but he only missed two all year. It's very yeah. rare that you see a kicker not you know get cut, lose his job while not missing kicks.
1: yeah um. And as uh, Bubba Ventrome pointed out today, too, we all forget he made the game winner in the wild card last year at the buzzer. Yeah. So he he's been in in pressure situations, and and that's why the the Browns feel uh, comfortable with him uh, filling in for uh, Dustin Hopkins here. So, uh, but yeah, um, I I don't think this is gonna be a. Uh, I don't think this is going to be an easy watch for Browns fans. I think this is going to be a real tough game. I, I still believe the Browns are winning. Don't get me wrong. But I, I, I think the Texans are going to get their money's worth on Saturday as well.
0: Let me stay with Patterson for just one, one more second here. I, I just, I'm curious what the confidence level in Patterson will be by Stefanski. It felt like at the end of the year, you know Hopkins, was, Hopkins made a 58-yarder. He was 8-for-8 eight eight from 50-plus. Uh, the, the confidence in Hopkins and Stefanski's belief in Hopkins – it grew exponentially, and I, I don't know that I've seen in the time that Stefanski's been here him have that much confidence in a kicker. A lot of times yeah. it felt like he was always ready to go for it, always ready to mm-hmm. go for it, and be aggressive, but that confidence it grew. What do you think the confidence level with Riley Patterson will be? What, what am I looking at for this weekend?
1: I think we might see some
0: four-down territory on Saturday. I think so, too. Yeah, we might get old version of Kevin Stefanski here, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I would probably say 45 in. Uh, kick it, but anything uh, outside of 45 yards, I-, I could absolutely see Kevin Stefanski going four down territory.
0: Yeah, which Depend- I, think that's- I mean,
1: uh, within reason here. Like if if it's like fourth and ten, you know, or you know, fifteen or something absurd like that. But yeah, I I think if it's you know fourth and short, less than five, um, I could see Kevin going for it.
0: You know, we debated the first hour if the season was still a success if they end up losing on Saturday. And initially, I had I had sided with the morning show where they felt like it would be a failure. Lima felt felt it would be a failure if they don't if they don't win on Saturday. And I I was going through my thoughts and I ended up on the other side of this. Where I really do think you can call it a successful season, even if they do lose on Saturday, because of the questions that have been answered. You know, Kevin Stefanski is no longer on the hot seat. Andrew Berry has not only improved as a GM, but has solidified his spot there. They we're taken as a very serious team. There's been a lot of growth. Even if they lose on Saturday, Daryl, I feel like there's been so much growth with this team. I can't just say the whole thing was an up and failure.
1: I would agree with that, but it would absolutely be an opportunity lost and um, next year is not guaranteed. And uh, there's no assumption that Deshaun Watson's coming back and he's going to play at an elite level, and this this team is going to be where Joe Flacco has been able to get him uh, down the stretch, okay? So you're right, not a failure. That's too strong of a word, but maybe disappointment. I, I think that would be a fair way to characterize if the Browns aren't able to – to, uh, book a flight somewhere next weekend, um, uh, uh, with a win in Houston. But, um, yeah, I, I would say it would be, dis- it would be a disappointment, not a failure. Um, and, uh, because I just, I, I feel like this is their shot. They got a shot. They got a real legitimate shot here and you got to take advantage of that because again, next year's not promised at all, and you just can't assume, well, the Browns will be back next year. Deshaun's going to be healthy. Chubb's coming back. Conklin will be back. All these guys that got hurt this year will be back. They're going to be locked and loaded, ready to roll. Nah, don't know how these guys are coming back from injury, number one. And, and again, number two, uh, you know, just look at 2020, right? I mean, uh, that that looking in the rearview mirror was disappointing. They had a shot in 2020 and couldn't capitalize uh, in Kansas City, Right. Um, mm-hmm. And then it took them two years of uh, some pretty tangible misery, right? Uh, you, you go eight and nine and, and, and seven and 10 um, and, and miss out on the playoffs when you were expected to be back there. Uh, yeah. So they got a shot. And just, man, it would be real disappointing if they're unable to capitalize on it because they got a really, really good football team.
0: Do you like the Browns playing first on Saturday? Yeah, sure. Not? Why not? You wonder why?
1: I can get all my work done and sit back and watch football the rest of the weekend.
0: That makes sense to me. I, I just I wonder for, for like, you know, for fans though, I wonder if they wanna if they if you watch if you watch and they lose, you don't want to watch football for the rest of the weekend, but if you watch and they win, then you want to take in everything. And then and then it's all just gravy and you watch these right. other teams fighting and clawing and you're like, this is just awesome. Yeah, because you already got yours in the
1: bag. Exactly.
0: I do think I'll change my mind. By the way, if they end up winning this game, I, and I haven't made any big statements on it, I heard the clip going around uh, with you in the morning show. If they end up winning this Wait a game, minute, what
1: clip with me in the morning show?
0: It was it was the clip of you guys talking about whether or not you need to root for the Steelers. Okay. And I tend to agree with you where I, at this point, if they end up winning on Saturday and then I can find a way where they don't have to take on the Ravens in round two, that's that's now my rooting interest.
1: Oh, i totally rooting for the Dolphins and the Steelers this weekend. 100% rooting for those two teams.
0: Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you? Right? It just makes so much sense. Just, just save yourself. You I know don't what want I mean? to see
1: the Ravens until the AFC championship game.
0: Ideally, yeah. And then, because yeah. then...
1: Oh, that gets real juicy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it just, it you know. The opportunity to deny the Ravens a trip back to the Super Bowl. Joe Flacco going into Baltimore and ripping the AFC championship from them. Like, come on, right? It's what dreams are Brown, made of. It, Brown's it, it first yes. trip to the Super Bowls out in Vegas, baby. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. That—that's a dream come true. So, 100%. yeah, I don't—I don't want that to be in the. I don't want that to be divisional round. No, 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 no. Eh, let's say the let's say the Ravens for the uh, the AFC Championship game talk about all really, really really twist the knife. You know what, what I'm saying? Games,
0: what other game interests you this weekend? I'm you know, just curious time now. Time uh, now. What other game you, are you are you, you interested in? Golf night. versus Stafford, <laughs> and, and talk about these revenge. Oh games. yeah, <laughs> I absolutely I do, uh, am interested in that one.
1: Team. Uh, and I I saw the quote today. <laughs> They're not going to be. They're not going to be – not much nostalgia for me. They're not – they're rooting for me. They're I'm the bad guy. <laughs> well, and, and his,
0: his – so it was weird. Last year, they did all sorts of, like, Detroit Rams stuff. Or two yeah. years ago, when the Rams were going to the Super Bowl, it was like they did Detroit Rams and bought all these, like, Detroit Rams Stafford jerseys. And then this year, Kelly, Matthew's wife, is doing her podcast, and she's just lighting up the fan base. I and know. then she's complaining because the Lions won't give her a suite and all this stuff. And it's like <laughs> – it's just it's hit it's hit a crazy level daryl uh
1: i know um but yeah i i would have to say lions rams is obviously extremely uh appealing um i'm gonna look forward to watching the dolphins probably get frozen by the uh the kansas city chiefs it's supposed to be like minus 30 in kansas city this weekend for that game uh uh, st- uh buffalo i think is going to beat the steelers though uh i think it's a moot point rooting for the steelers at this point uh, yeah because i uh, i i think buffalo uh might stomp them pretty good <clears throat> but uh and then on the nfc side look um green bay cowboys is always a a, a scintillating matchup right uh and then i, I want to watch baker monday night you know I'm i'm happy for baker i you know i know there's some browns fans that you know to hold a grudge or whatever. Look, Baker, Baker got to help get this thing back on the tracks here. You know I know he didn't get the second contract and there was a falling out here and all those type of things, but you know uh, he helped get things back on track. And um, I, I'm ha- I'm I'm happy that he went down to you know, was able to land in Tampa Bay after bouncing around a little bit uh, with you know Carolina and the Rams goes down to Tampa Bay. Uh, wins the division there, has the Buccaneers uh, back in the playoffs in the post-Tom Brady era. Good for him. So I'm looking forward to watching that game Monday night as well. They're, like This whole weekend, man, um, I, I'm going to be a uh, vegetable sitting in my recliner just uh, staring at my 70-inch television.
0: That's the best way to do it. Daryl, I wish you the best of luck in, in sitting and becoming a vegetable. And we got to talk, though. We'll talk Saturday in the pregame show. you got a lot of work to do after, uh, before you get a chance to sit down and really really soak it all in, but uh, I wish you the best in that, and I'll talk to you Saturday. Thank you, Daryl. Look forward to
1: it.